maybe from seven to eight, maybe seven to nine, you start to introduce needs versus wants. Like, hey, do you really need this or do you just want this? Mm-hmm. Uh, then over the next two years, talking about spending, saving, delayed gratification. Yeah, that's good. That's where you do the envelope system where you have a giving envelope, a spending envelope, and a saving envelope for your kids. Welcome to Getting Money Right, a show dedicated to helping you achieve financial freedom through education and inspiration so you can be free to pursue your true life's purpose. We are your hosts, Leo Sabo and David Thompson, and on this episode, we're going to answer a question, and we'll do some more of these in the future uh, because we think all of us can learn from digging into some questions and some of these things that we talk about all the time, but a question just has a way of helping us to learn uh, the depth of, of a subject. So I think this is a great way to share some information, share some knowledge, and hopefully it'll help everyone. Yeah. One of our most popular series was early on, right after we finished talking about budgeting and credit scores and investing, uh, right around episode 15 to 25, mm-hmm. we started answering common money questions. Yeah. And so some of these questions will be stuff that just Leo and I wrote down that, that you know was sparked in our minds. Some of it will be stuff that uh, people have asked us on the street, uh, at work, in coaching, in, in sessions. coaching yeah. sessions, you know, just uh, in different places. So I want to remind everybody that right now we're in the middle of creating the Getting Money Right course. And so this short series of episodes where they'll each be about five minutes long, maybe eight, 10 minutes, um, that's normal and good because we are creating this course for the long-term benefit of our whole audience. So I can't wait to share this course with you guys. Uh, The Getting Money Right course, the Getting Money Right website will be coming out later this year, most likely. And uh, so just be looking for that. And Leo... Um, I, you know, I'm looking at these questions and the first one right off the bat is when should you start teaching your kids about money? Yeah, I love this question because this is something that my wife, Natalie, and I have a lot of experience in. We started managing money in our mid twenties, uh, better because our first part of our marriage was kind of a, a wreck financially speaking. And once we started to learn how to manage money, we, we just instinctively said, we got to teach our kids this because we didn't know it and we want to help them avoid some of the landmines that we walk through. So the answer is the sooner you can do it, the better. Now there is an age that they just won't get it. So don't start when they're two. They probably won't know what you're talking about. But we started when they were five and seven. So I think as early as maybe four or five, as soon as they have the concept mm-hmm. of money and they start asking for stuff, it's it's a opportunity for you to start sowing those seeds of where's money come from? How do we buy things? You know, do we buy everything? When you want something off the shelf, there's just automatically you ask and you get it. And it gives you those opportunities to have conversation with your kids and start helping them to understand the value of money. But the great thing about this is that you're really taking opportunities, not just for a couple years, but literally for the whole time you're raising them up, you're giving them an opportunity to have a deeper and deeper understanding of what money's all about, how to process through financial decisions. And then as they begin to have their own job and buy their first car and potentially go to school, uh, higher education, all of that, they get to be part of that decision. And really what you're doing is equipping them for making decisions when they're on their own, when they're adults. And uh, that's the opportunity and the privilege we have as parents is to equip our children to become functioning, healthy, uh, you know, adults and citizens that are contributing to uh, to our world. And I think that the longer time you have to do that, the more opportunities for uh, those learning opportunities and the moments when you can really share that and then model it. That's one of the things I think that's really important is you have to model what 
good management looks like. You can't just talk about it. You know, I heard it said this way, more is caught than taught. That's it. Right. Yep. So you can teach your kids what to do, but if you don't do what you tell them to do, they're going to ignore that advice and they're going to do what you're doing because mm -hmm. they will more than likely follow in your footsteps. So most important thing is you do it right and then you'll be able to model for them and take those opportunities to talk to them about it. That's great. I like to think about it through the lens of uh, just about every two years. So, you know, from zero to two, there's probably not a lot of money lessons. <laughs> you might you might include something <laughs> in their um, media consumption that has to do with money, but they're just watching videos, you're reading books. Uh, they're not absorbing a whole lot from age zero to two. From two to four, again, not a lot is happening there. Uh, maybe towards the later end of that, you start to introduce the concept of money and and just just showing them dollar bills and coins and just just showing them that the, how money works a little bit but then maybe 5 to 6 you know you start counting coins with them and i remember doing that with my family just literally my parents would give me a ton of coins and as many as i could count i could keep and here's a penny here's a nickel here's a dime maybe from 7 to 8 maybe 7 to 9 you start to introduce needs versus wants like hey do you really need this or do you just want this mm -hmm. uh, then over the next two years talking about spending saving delayed gratification yeah that's good that's where you do the envelope system where you have a giving envelope a spending envelope and a saving envelope for your kids then uh, as they get older maybe into their early teens you start to introduce the marketing concepts and tactics that people use to sell things. Mm -hmm. So your kids can be more aware of how the world works. You introduce the budgeting system to them, uh, big savings goals. Then as they hit their mid-teens or early, still early teens, they start working for uh, an income. <laughs> and this could be mowing lawns. It could be raking leaves but encourage them to go outside of the home to look for some side work. This is before they're probably legally able to work and get a, a quote unquote real job in the area. I think most places you have to be at least 15, but usually 16 to work at Kroger, McDonald's, that kind of thing. Right. Uh, but then getting a real job is phenomenal experience. Even if it is just a McDonald's or a Kroger, or I worked at the dollar movie theater, it, I didn't learn a bunch of technical things, but I learned how to interact with other people in a workplace. Yeah, the service industry is a great place to start because they'll have to deal with cranky customers. They'll have to learn how to communicate and they'll be under a boss that's not you. Yes. <laughs> right. So that's important because they'll be able to have that respect for elders and understand how to how to work through and become responsible for, hey, I got to get to work on time. I got to do what I'm told, even if I don't like it. And those are important lessons. Those are things you've been teaching them all along. And now it's like, in the real world, when they're interacting with adults, they realize, okay, mom and dad, they taught me how to behave in this mm -hmm. setting. So mm -hmm. they'll be able to succeed in that and not have any issues. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of two examples. One, um, I was working with somebody who's in their early 40s, I want to say, and they just had no work experience. Mm -hmm. This was, I guess, their first job, which I understand they had a different life coming into this season. But I was like, there were so many little lessons that I learned when I was 16, 17, yeah. and 18 working <laughs> in the service industry mm -hmm. that they just weren't socially aware of in a, in a work environment. And I was shocked. Um, and so if you learn that early, it's massively helpful to your career. And then just like Leo said, those little things, I, I was just talking to somebody the other day and they were talking about, it wasn't their boss, but it was 
it was their friend's boss. And they're saying how bad their friend's boss was. And I'm like, I started learning how to deal with bad bosses when I was 16 years old at the Dollar Movie Theater. Because because I'm, I mean, this may sound mean, but at the Dollar Movie Theater, they don't pay a whole lot. So the management <laughs> is not coming in, making a lot of money. You're right. not getting the professional grade managers. No, you're not. I, you have to learn when to say yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, and just do it because the other person has the authority. And you have to learn how to lead up. And I didn't learn like really sophisticated techniques at age 16, 17, 18, but I started to learn how the world works. And I, and it's just funny because now you know I sit twenty plus years later and I'm and I see people wrestling with stuff that I started to learn back then and and so just such a huge help getting in early and you can do that in sports you can do it in academic um, scenarios but a job is a really great way to learn. Yeah, I love this question because money touches everything and if you think about whether it's that first job whether it's you know at sixteen or later or it's the mowing the lawn or some small business that they start when they're in their teens early teens whatever it is those are opportunities for them to understand how the world operates but also understand their place in it you know sometimes that job that they hate and they don't like their boss and they don't like that they don't get paid enough and all the things that they have to work through that's character building and that's so important mm -hmm. because that's going to motivate them to consider well what do I need to do to make enough money, to mm -hmm. live the kind of life I want mm -hmm. to live. These are not things that we want our kids to just step out in the adult life and think, I've never thought of these things. I've never had to decide anything like this. You want to make sure that when they step in, they've already been processing through this. They've had multiple opportunities from you and from others outside of your home to shape those, those ideas and those principles so that they are making right decisions. And the most important part, I think, is you're helping them to find a lifestyle that's right for them based on a system that you've taught them from the beginning of mm -hmm. looking what they have, understanding, advertising, impulse buying, mm -hmm. budgeting, all those things. So now they're really progressing. They're mm -hmm. just moving I into the that. next season and saying, okay, well now I make more money, but I still need to budget that money. I need to make sure I have enough for my basic needs and continue to save. So it just allows you to continue then to be an influence to your kids, even beyond them living with you. I think that's that's the benefit of us as parents is that we never stop being parents, but we can continue to influence and guide and help our kids to mature because, you know, just when they leave the house, whether it's 18, 22, 25, they haven't stopped growing. They still There's still a lot of information they don't know. They haven't had to face certain situations. So it's important to be there for your kids. But if you set a pattern of behavior from your end where you're teaching them, guiding them, but not doing things for them. You know, you're, you're entrusting them to take those responsibilities and manage things. But with your guidance and with your help, mm -hmm. uh, I think that's a win-win because your kid eventually will, will be, you know, a responsible, productive, uh, you know, member of society. And they'll have a happy life because they've been equipped for it and won't be struggling to figure out what to do next. Yeah, I recommend you go over to leosabo.com and just click on the podcast and scroll through some of the episodes that we have on there. And those can be great teaching lessons for your kids as they get a little bit older and can understand a little bit more. And you can just scroll through and see what's age appropriate. Listen to an episode with your child as you're driving and then talk about it. This is great parenting and life skills. You don't have to be the technical expert. You can let your kids hear from myself and Leo and, and then you can talk about it with them. And, and that's a great way to learn these things together, talk about them together. Uh, I hope that you will get ready to check out our website, Getting Money Right. You know, be looking for Getting Money Right, the website coming soon. Be looking for our course on Getting Money Right. And Leo, anything that you want to share, what you're up to or things that you're doing? 
Well, other than just the time we're spending to create this course and really build out more resources, uh, that's really taken a lot of our time that we have to devote to getting money right. But it's something that we're very passionate about. And David and I are really working hard to put together something that's going to be easy for people to engage with, something that will be intuitive, uh, and really provide the nuts and bolts, the journey that we all need to take in managing our money well. So I'm excited about that. It's it's coming. It's a little bit down the road there, but we're working every week on it. And this is part of the reason we do shorter podcasts, because we do need to devote a lot more time to it. That's great. Well, I hope that you will go in and rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, please download a few extra episodes, uh, share one of those episodes with a friend, and we look forward to having you join us next time so that together we you can keep, keep getting, getting money right. right. important to be there for your kids. But if you set a pattern of behavior from your end where you're teaching them, guiding them, but not doing things for them, you know, you're, you're entrusting them to take those responsibilities and manage things. But with your guidance and with your help, mm -hmm. uh, I think that's a win-win. Mm -hmm.